Howdy, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, I know this isn't your normal face that you see every Wednesday as your main host, but surprise. So, I'll be your host today for today's episode of Sawdust Talk Live. Let's see if we can get some people in here. I'm talking about. Well, hey. Hi, buddy. Well, notice my voice is kind of going. <laughs> uh oh, raspy voice syndrome. Yep, a little bit of rasp. Travel does it to me. It happens. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today. So where excited. is? Where is Jeff? Jeff? Just late, just late to the date. We need Jeff, and we need the guest of honor tonight. Oh, guest of I'm honor. Here. Oh, ah. hello. Sorry. IG was being weird. I'm like, did I request? And then my cat made a sound, so I went over here. Hello. Oh, that's funny. Hi, Thanks. Hi, Peter. Oh, you guys have no idea how much stress I had around, like, the fact that it's 11. I knew 100% it's 11. I know it's 11. Yes. It's at 11. When is it? Did I miss it? Because like at eleven. Could be eleven. Out. Could yeah. be. All right. So we got one more person joining us. I saw Jeff pop into the oh there he is. Yep. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey. All right. The crew Look is up. together. That's what I'm oh. talking about. Oh, I should wait. Set the ambiance. Wait, let's, there we go. Oh, um, there. We need a little ambiance. Oh. The backlit. Lighting. <laughs> so um, how's my audio by thing? the way? Is it good? Because I'm on oh, AirPods. Yeah. I don't know if that's Good. Yeah. Awesome. That's what I usually use too. Silky smooth. Um, so first we want to thank our sponsors for today's show. Uh, we want to thank George Supply Co. Um, he is a wonderful, wonderful man creating um, merch sites or merch links for makers in the community. So you can open up your own merch shop, shop through George Supply Co. Um, hats, cups, t-shirts, hoodies, beanies, all all kinds of stuff, all right? So make sure you check out George Supply Co. And thank you very much, Scott. We also want to thank Starbond for sponsoring this episode as well. So if you're, if you're peeling open the pages to a book and it's sticky, it might be Starbond or it might not be. Anyway, so um, we'll go ahead and go around the room. So I'm Ed from Mancini Woodworking. Um, I'm out of Louisville, Kentucky, and I make stuff. Um, a little bit of everything like wood wise. Uh, I just retired from the army after 20 years, hence my sweet beard. Um, and that's all I got for you. Sam, over to you. Hi, I'm Sam of Holy Petals Wood Co. Um, <coughs> I am, I guess, a retired RMT massage therapist turned woodworker, thanks to COVID, I suppose. <laughs> Um, learning a lot, enjoying it. And I just want to say I'm really excited because Peter is such a cool part of the community and so supportive. So extra stoked to be here tonight. Jeff, on to you. I'm Jeff with Maker's Way, and uh, that's it. So today our guest is probably the guy with the best introductions of anybody on any podcast or anything. Um, so I made a little a little one for him. He is one of the hosts of another Woodshop podcast, one of the two good hosts of that podcast. And contrary, <laughs> contrary to what Ed thinks, it's actually a pretty good podcast. Um, he's known around these parts as Pete the Ballerina. Um, so, Peter Kapar, who the hell do you think you are? Hello, I am Peter <laughs> Kapar. Uh, I'm just a, a, a shy immigrant. Uh, from Poland that is trying to make his way in this wonderful <laughs> land of America. Um, you know, and I think that at some point, if I get enough printers, everyone will think I'm cool. That's basically my thing. <laughs> You're uh, only I'm, a few away, bro. Just a yeah. few away. I'm almost there. I almost met the quota. Every time I get one, I'm like, yeah, not yet. Okay. Are you like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm for anyone uh, or for the many people that probably don't know who I am because I'm a nobody. Uh, I'm Peter. I run Peter's Workshop. Um, I kind of did a little, like, I guess, trailer video for you guys. But, like, I started out, like most of us, just doing 
two by four projects out of my garage with contractor tools and then um, got into really into restoring tools. And basically that's how I was able to upgrade my shop. I would find like the rustiest, like something that Duresta would even be like, nah, it's not worth it. And I would restore that and kind of keep buying new tools by selling the refinished ones. And um, that was four years ago. That spiraled out of control into uh, taking over my old garage, uh, getting a 3D printer, getting a laser, getting a CNC. Uh, and now I have uh, 12 robotic employees and it's okay. been an incredible journey. So uh, Petrie's Workshop is now its own little beast of a thing. <laughs> That's yeah, fantastic. 12 robots. Amazing. Yeah, yes. And like, honestly, the, the, the coolest part, and I don't mention this enough, but like, I, I love woodworking and I never want to do woodworking as a job, like just making commissions, making furniture for people. Cause I don't like the stress of a commission always. So I kind of started stepping away from woodworking and 3d printing allowed me to like, you know, this is now bringing in the money. And so are the other machines. And like, I've reclaimed woodworking as a hobby again. And now I just make content around it and just have fun. And it's like, it's been so rewarding to be able to like make that pivot. Now I probably would make more money if I was taking on commissions, but that's just, a, that's just how I'm running business and it's probably terrible, but whatever. Yeah, but it's, it also it's seems what works like, for you though. Yeah. yeah. And you need to be in the woodworking business to continue your 3D printing because it's so specific to that, right? Yeah. And, and it will never go away. It, it's allowing me to now get back into commissions and taking on work in a way that's a little more comfortable, more comfortable to me. I also know my value now, which is something I struggled with for many years. I know a lot of us do. You know, initially we're just so happy to get uh, get a job, a gig that we're willing to like. A cutting board? Was your budget twenty dollars? I yeah. Oh, you I'll do that? that? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. amazing. Okay, I'll so take I'd like one to bring of those. up in, in in the oh. Every ten minutes, I'll take off a piece of clothing. Oh, oh nice. Hell nice yeah. Show. This is the real show. <laughs> I'm saving this for my only fan. Make sure that your kids are in bed. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's not, it's cold in the basement, three layers of socks. So <laughs> speaking of uh, taking layers of clothes off, and you guys in your re most recent podcast that was released, I think uh, Monday, Sunday, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, you were talking about getting sugar daddies, not having enough sugar daddies in your inbox. I don't know what the deal is because I get dozens every week. So I don't know what you're doing wrong. I don't know. I just get uh, offers to <laughs> buy followers and my card yeah. keeps declining. So I am unable to take advantage of any of those amazing deals. Have you guys yeah. seen these deals? 5,000 followers for like 20 bucks? Yeah. And then you also can get like great deals on Bitcoin. So that too you're supposed to give them your credit card number though like oh yeah i'm like here's my card in. just invest how you will yeah oh you, you guys are better off than me i gave my social so i don't i don't know <laughs> I, yeah like here you do I, mean, I don't deal with the bank yeah what are they gonna do fix my credit <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so sam just, you had a question Oh, um, no, I don't know. I forgot. But I do have a question oh, for yeah. Peter. Actually, yeah. so I was going through, I went all the way back to like day one post of you. Oh, uh -oh. And mm -hmm. first of all, I just want <laughs> our, to say. Our resident stalker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, usually it's TJ, one of the other yeah. hosts, but he's not on, so it's me. Um, did you know that you were like doing reels before reels were a thing and cool? Back when like people only posted photos, you posted videos. You yeah, tried to be on the cool exotic thing, and then I didn't. I didn't do one thing that many people did around all the trends that like happened over the last four or five years. I never posted a horizontal video because I'm not a psychopath. So <laughs> I will say that. And people would be like, you had the little graphic. People would be like, flip, because they wanted oh, you to flip yeah. the phone. Yeah, that yeah. died real fast. You guys remember that? I, yeah, I still do that by um, accident. IGTV, right? Is that what it, yeah, it was IGTV. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I couldn't tell because I think Instagram took all those old videos and just converted them into reels now. Yeah. But I'm like, this is definitely pre-reel. Because reels oh, have to I, I, I guess maybe they got rid of, now that reels can go, what, up to three minutes? Right? 
Um, maybe they just yeah. taken all the videos that are like up to three minutes and just mushed them into reels. Interesting. Yeah, I think all my old videos are turned into reels now. So maybe you have some originals going viral you don't even know. You should go back and check. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I know Starbound's a sponsor. Uh, one of their videos uh, that I did for them, like three weeks ago, like blew up. So I was like, oh, that's oh. why. I, like, I only got to forty k like this month. <laughs> it's crazy. Amazing. Now, Congratulations on a huge milestone. Talking about that, yeah. that was a huge milestone that I, there was a lot of frustration there, right? Oh, yeah. So Definitely. This is Banks. About... She wanted to say hi. Hi, Banks. Hi, Banks. She runs my life, uh, aside from my wife. Um, yeah. yeah I, so that was very challenging. I mean, I went for about a year and a half at basically 24 and change. Um, it was like, like morale destroying. Like I was the smallest account of all my friends. And we all kind of, there was a core group of us that like, we all kind of like started really actively doing this around the same time. And like, I became the big account of the group. Um, and like me, Dan and Mike, but like, then all these people just blew past me. They're at a hundred K now. And I was like, man, that's crazy that like they blew up. I'm, I would be lying if I said I wasn't jealous because like I was stuck in this rut. Um, but I was still incredibly happy because it was just like the people that I grew up with on the platform, like people that I call, I consider some of my best friends now. Uh, and then get to meet at maker camp. Like, it's like, we're just old war buddies. Like, Oh yeah, we've, we, I don't know this guy. Like, Hey, how's, how's that thing you did last week? You know, how's court? How's everything? <laughs> you know, so we're, we're all court. very close and it's really nice. Like, Ed, I think I met you for the first time at maker camp. Yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, you know, it was all hugs and handshakes and high fives and butt slapping. It was like, it's all, it we was all know like we've known each other. It wasn't like this, you know, first impression thing of like awkwardness or anything. It was like, it, same thing with Jeff here. It's like, we know each other regardless of the fact that we haven't met yet. I'm so excited that we're going to talk about maker camp today. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, Sam, were you there? Oh, I didn't think so. Oh, uh, dang, <laughs> Sam. Uh... <laughs> No, so, I'm representing so all the folks. You didn't miss anything. It really was, it was kind of lame. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it. So going back, right, starting from the beginning, what what was your shop situation like? So think about those first couple projects. Like, what were you working out of? What kind of tools did you start with? And what might have been, like, the very first project to push you into, like, this, you know, got to get it in the arm woodworking thing? <clears throat> yeah, so... That starts back in like 2011. No, earlier, like the 20, 2009, let's say. Uh, around then, I I was working uh, like odd jobs in the summer, so I'd be doing lifeguarding, and then I also did some construction and handyman work and whatnot. And I I was the guy that was like, oh, I'm starting a construction site. Let me get my brand new tool belt and all my tools and everything, and they get me to the uh, the job and it's like, all right, dude, yeah, you're going to be wheelbarrowing back and forth for like six hours today, or you're going to be tarring a hot roof in the summer or digging this ditch in the winter. If I ever did any extra work, like it was grunt work. I didn't get to use my tools. I would use my tools to like open up paint cans and pry things open basically. So that's how it all started. So I, you know, I, I eventually started doing some work and at the time I was in my um, ex-girlfriend's parents shop. So, or the, their shop their garage people normal people call them garages that's right so it was in their garage and yeah. i had just a dewalt contractor saw and a ryobi miter saw and like ryobi tool set and i was you know things didn't work out but i was there for about a year and a half just doing random odd jobs and having fun building cat trees i was actually building cat trees at the time a lot oh cool um, and then things fell apart um you know the company separated uh and my tools went in the basically storage they went into the basement of our second story um walk-up apartment so just sat in storage if i wanted to use it to work on a project i had to go through like one of those spiral back staircases of a house and like bring up the tools through the house onto the porch just so i can use them that was the only way i could do it so i maybe pulled them out like twice in six seven years and then we bought a house in 2013 let's say and that's the first time I was able to like take my tools out and start doing stuff. And I had the one little corner of the garage 
uh, and eventually like like Napoleon started making my way across the shop. Uh, and one of the biggest like first big projects because I was trying to be as safe as possible because I'm like, okay, I'm new, I want to be safe. I built a four by six rolling table that had my, my table saw built into it. And then it had a miter station built into it. So I could take the saw out, put a flat piece or put the saw back in. And I had a nice, you know, low profile, uh, had dust collection in it, power, everything. And I could roll it out into the driveway and woodwork. And that's how kind of how it all started. Uh, and like thinking back to that, it always like makes me tear up a little bit. Like, wow, like that's such a humble beginning. Like, and I was, I was still doing stuff in SketchUp. I was just getting new, like getting used to SketchUp a little bit at the time. And uh, to be able to like find those models and like tweak them and design my own uh, was so exciting. So that was my first experience with like 3D modeling as well. It was super cool. It was super That's cool awesome. watching that come together when I stalked you all the way at the beginning. Like this is really and it was one of the first times that I get to work with my dad on woodworking projects. And over the years- your dad was in there. Yeah, like over the years now, like I teach my dad woodworking. That's weird. That's the opposite. <laughs> you know? I love that. No, he's probably so proud though. Oh, he, he loves is. it. Yeah. He, he like uh, when they, so they're retired in Poland, they keep kind of coming back and forth to visit. So they're here right now and uh, not here, but in the US. And when they yeah. came to, uh, to visit for the first time, my dad just made a beeline for the shop and was just like, and I got one of these. You ready? Ready? He just goes, just this nodded his oh. head. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. like it was finished. The dust collection, everything was like finally done. When he left, it was still a mess. So I got the nod. Very oh, cool. amazing. Do you have a lot of upgrades in terms of robots since he was here last? Um, some robots, but like just organization and the big yeah. dust collections, like running through my whole shop, and I feel like a real woodworker. Um, which I. Th that's another one of those things that like, I'm very serious about uh, safety in a shop, especially like my lungs. I probably paid way more than I needed to for a dust collector that is way fancier than I really need to for the work I do. But um, these lovely ladies behind me allowed me to pay for that. And I was like, I'd rather be healthy. I, I want to get a HEPA filter. I want something that's going to collect all the particulates. I can be in there with the doors closed sanding and not have to worry about me you know, <clears throat> coughing up brown dust for the next two days yeah good for you for sure so speaking of your robots do you address them in like a polite manner because people give me shit about like saying thank you to my google uh, oh, yeah, because no, when I, they I inevitably take over the world i want them to spare my life yeah this guy gets it <laughs> yeah, no, or at least like give me an extra second to think about you know yeah, um, yeah. no i very much um i i i pet my machines they're like good job and then i'll walk away like um and then and actually now that i think about it i have not named my cnc or the laser uh but all of my 3d printers are named uh they have old lady names so the top four are the golden girls and then the okay. bottom three are just like new names so it's like Fran, Patty, Gladys, uh, um, Dolores, like random names like that. And then so the Golden Girl, their real names or the uh, the names in the in the show? The actress names. And uh, I, I put a shocking amount of time into researching how old they actually are supposed to be in the show. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so this is the order in case anyone, this comes up as trivia. I did like... Tens of minutes of research, which is way more than you should. <laughs> Sophia is the oldest one. Dorothy yeah. is Dorothy. Uh, younger. Then Rose. Blanche. Oh, really? And Blanche. I thought Blanche was uh, older than I, or younger than. I thought. Blanche. I honestly thought yeah, like these three were going to be completely mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Betty White was the oldest what? in real life, right? In in real life, she was actually the oldest, yeah. which is crazy because Sophia looked like she was a thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. woodworking content we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're <laughs> completely off topic. But anyway, no, somebody's gonna win like a. So what was your favorite episode of the Golden Girls? <laughs> <laughs> well, if TJ was here, we'd spend at least ten minutes. Robocop, about Robocop. So it's no yeah, change no <laughs> So Peter, have you seen the new Robocop movie? I have not. <laughs> We I don't really get to watch movies these days. 
Uh, it's, I don't know. I'm at that so, stage now where like I just consume YouTube content or no content, uh, and then go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You're busy, man, because you have yeah. a full time job too. So like you're you're busy, busy. I mean, even on the stoop, like you're putting in hours on the stoop, and I imagine it's like that every night. So. Um. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to be better with the stoop. I'll actually uh, just say like, all right, guys, I'm gonna head out, and I hate. What- when it's like everyone's like oh yeah we're gonna go to like no i don't want to start a thing it's only 2 30 yeah. but you know only 2 30 we've been on there till 4 a.m in the past oh, um by the way does your audience know about the stoop uh i don't know if they do but let's yeah. do a plug on the stoop yeah let's do it. yeah um just because it's just like one of the most wholesome so essentially all it is is a zoom call that we do every saturday night it's from 9 p.m eastern so do just your times accordingly and we have everyone from like all over the u.s down with like hawaii so they're you know it's like beginning of the day for them they're just waking up and we're like drunk at 2 a.m in the morning um but it's one of the most positive wholesome get-togethers where like if you want to talk to other people that are not struggling, but like trying to figure out this business thing and, or just content creation or just want to hang out with like-minded people. Uh, it's awesome. We get on there, we motivate each other, we help each other out, give each other tips, show off projects. Um, and then, you know, get a little faded on there and just, you know, have a good time. So very positive yeah. place. Highly recommend it. If you want to hang out for Saturday night, if you're like us and have nothing to do, come join us. <laughs> Yeah, I'll throw it on uh, the Sawdust Talk stories on Saturday. I'll put the Zoom code in. Pete, that's actually awesome. how I met you on Stoop. Right. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. I'm I think I hopped on Stoop. and somebody was like, oh, he's the guy that's going to yell at you or something. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that yells at everyone to like, no, you can do more. You can do yeah. better. Or like, you should be listening more. I'm, I'm like <sighs> the meanest motivator. Yeah, the Stoop's a lot of fun because you can get a lot of information. I pick a lot of brains in there. Uh, I've talked to Pete a lot in there. I actually started talking to Pete quite a few, well, what, three years ago, maybe? It's when it's, I first started talking big. to you. It's like definitely at least as long as the podcast and probably yeah. longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what would you say is your most memorable um project that you've ever made that stands out more than everything else oh my god um i don't know i don't have like one thing that i love i it it might be lame to say but it's my shop and my print shop like i know it's not a project that i've like built for someone i've a a lot of my my content (laughs) yeah it definitely was a project so this is something i'm gonna get real for a second uh, I get this question a lot and I've, I officially know how to answer is when they're like, Oh, what do you make? And uh, some of you may have heard me at maker camp when people ask me, I'd be like, I make memories or I make whatever Hello? I want. That's my two answers now, depending on the situation, because it, I used to say I'm a woodworker. I'm not, I'm a maker through and through. I just make, I, I am obsessed with the process. I love tools. I love figuring out how things work. I love when things like you, you have the perfect tool for the perfect job um, or you can, you figure out how an old machine works and you can restore it or take a dingy garage and turn it into like Willy Wonka's maker factory. Like that's what I'm obsessed with. And I'm obsessed with the process. So for me, it's not about just the individual projects or something else like, Oh my God, it's like the best thing I ever made. Um, I don't make that many like pretty projects. I do a lot of functional stuff. Like I'm, I, my, one of my biggest inspirations has been like Adam Savage, who just like loves functional things. He does the one day builds. Uh, I love building stuff out. Like the, the amount of times I improve on the process until I get it perfect is like to some people mind numbing. Like this print shop even, because it's <laughs> to give you a quick little tour. It's the print shop, it's inventory, storage, maintenance, packaging, and shipping all in one spot. So like the amount of times I've reworked this room and the workflow in here is probably insane to some people, but to me, it literally cuts me hours of my process. So it's my shop and my print shop. It's my two prides and joys. I love that. That's a great answer, honestly. And don't, anyone that is out there that just like makes and just has fun in the shop and putzes around or whatever you want to call it, 
don't apologize. Just say like, oh, I make whatever I want. I have the freedom to make whatever I want. Don't ever let anyone make you feel bad that you are not making furniture for something else. You're allowed to just have fun. I highly encourage it. There's yeah. Pete yelling at everybody out there. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your shop, you got a, you got something new in your shop fairly recently, something gigantic, right? A giant new laser. Yeah, I I just got a 150 watt Laguna uh, EX laser, and I literally had tears in my eyes when this thing got put down on the ground. Like it from like the week I'm tearing up just thinking about it. The week I got the original laser, the um, the PL 1220. It was the first time also that I worked with Laguna. So I got a slight discount on the machine for uh, doing content for them. And like, it's not like it was a significant discount. It's a, it was a $6,000 laser. And like, I still paid. That was crazy enough at the time. That was the first brand new tool that was like a bigger tool in my shop ever because every one of my tools has been up to that point a marketplace find uh craigslist find got it off of somebody it was on a corner of a street and i fixed it up like every single tool i had was second hand or like fifth hand or whatever uh, so that was the first like real brand new tool so when people you know now i don't get a lot of hate uh but like sometimes people are like, well, well, nice tools, new tools, whatever. I'm like, scroll down. Must like, be nice. Like, yeah. You, you'll see me restoring old like Delta joiners and whatnot. Like I've paid my dues. You know, you're allowed to have yeah. nice stuff. And the best part is, um, I didn't talk about this yet, but I, uh, I run my entire shop uh, debt free. It's all cash flowed. So I don't buy a machine yeah. unless I have money for it. So that these lovely ladies behind me, made me just enough to buy that laser. Uh, when I was talking with Laguna, uh, they gave me a, a good deal. Was, they were actually running a sale that was like, this is the best we can do. I'm like, this is great. So they uh, they hooked it up and I got some neighbors involved. I have a big uh, tractor. This guy, my neighbor is amazing. He, uh, I meet him a couple of weeks before that at a craft fair, a uh, local fair mm -hmm. here because his wife makes tumblers and um, does the heat press stuff. Um, what is it called? Um, sublimation. Oh, I'm on the, sublimation, thank you which I think is super cool. It looks so professional when it's yeah. done. And oh, yeah, he's like, no, I have a tractor. I'll help you out. Not a problem. And I'm stressing out. Cause like, I just met this dude two weeks ago. I don't know if he's reliable. And then I hear like the tractor coming around the corner when the, right before the truck gets here. And this like old world war two Ford tractor pulls up and I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, we're going to be fine. This thing is it's literally an engine with a seat on it. It's so crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> we offloaded awesome. it. it, you know, uh, Emma was making fun of me playing the milkshake song because it brings all the boys to the yard, all the dads you know, <laughs> from the neighborhood are like, oh, what's going on? What's happening? We all unboxed it. They all helped me get it into the shop. And I had it running that night. It was just, that thing is just incredible. Uh, hi highly recommend lasers. They're fun. It's so That's pretty awesome. too. So we do, yeah, we do the have to get to really questions. Nice. Yeah. So the questions are popping up here. But before you were referring to your bench, so I thought I would show ah. everyone oh, yeah. oh, your bench. Wow. Yeah, who's the, who's old, the creeper now? Yeah. So that yeah. was the, the built-in <laughs> yeah. built creeping bench. live. No, I, I love that. This is so interactive. But yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was it. That was my bench for many years. And it served me There's really well. Yeah, my dad's in there too. And that, it was, uh, I basically worked in my driveway anytime I could. My neighbors were luckily very supportive of, of it <laughs> with all the noise I was making. Uh, but I ran out of space at that shop. And I already, I'm running out of space here too. Let's be real. Isn't that always the case? It's always the case. We're like goldfish. We I mean, space your laser support. takes up half the shop itself. So <laughs> that thing's massive. But here's Huge. the funny thing about the laser. When I placed the old laser in my shop, I had the exact dimensions of the big laser. I knew exactly where it was going to go mm -hmm. and that from the edge to the wall, it's going to fit. Yeah. That thing, I literally built my shop, planning that thing to be in my shop this year. Well, I thought it was going to be in like the next three years, but I got I'd like, you know, I jumped on that. Look <laughs> yeah. at you. Where's your old laser? Uh, it's uh, in the next car bay <laughs> right now i had uh, <laughs> some inquiries about it it's a lot of people like saying like yay i'm totally for it and then like 
ghosting or something yeah. come up or like, oh, it's not the right thing for me right now. And I'm not heavily advertising it because I really do want to get it out to the maker community. So if anyone is in the North Jersey area or willing to drive over, I'm selling the 1220 40-watt laser. I treated it like it was my baby and it's in great shape. I just upgraded. So it's up for grabs. Hit me up. Minus the yeah. fire that was in it. Yeah, we don't like okay. the fires. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, I want to talk to you about your beautiful wife, Emma. Oh, what about her? <laughs> so first of all, I just want to say she reminds me of like a childhood jewelry box. She's like the ballerina that pops out of it. She's so she perfect. Is. Yeah. Anyway, she was a professional ballerina for a, oh, a good chunk she? of her life. Yeah, she was. If you were yeah, at Maker right. Camp, you would have met her. Yeah, you would have met her. The heck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's get to some of these questions real quick. Wait, oh, real so, quick. Real quick. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, it's all you. It's all you. It's all you. Let her Thank speak. You. <laughs> I know. No, I just, I'm really curious to know. Um, she seems super supportive of Petrie's. Is that true? And like, does she actually have her hand in Petrie's at all? Uh, yes, I include her into as much of the content as possible. I try to get her involved. Um, yeah. She was, she used to be very shy and not about content at all, as was I. I think a lot of us start out kind of shy on here. And uh, she became very heavily involved. Like when I go to Maker Camp, when I go to WorkbenchCon, like I have to have Emma with me. There's people going to see Emma, not me. So oh, like wow. she's she's part of us. Um, I I was actually when I was recording that little short for you guys yesterday, I kept saying we, and I've always said we. It's me and her and Binks uh, making stuff. Like we're you know we're a team. She helps me out a lot of times, just emotionally <laughs> where like I'm stressed out and she's just you know calming me down. But like no, she's very heavily involved uh, when there's like large projects that we're working on or something that we're working on together. It's just lovely to have her involved and she's becoming more and more part of it. Uh, we have this running joke of who's going to retire who first. So we're like, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to retire you first so you can hang out with me and then vice versa. Uh -huh. you know? So, so I, that's awesome. I made the conscious choice to have her be a part of this whole thing. Um, even on, I have my, um, 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 media, media, no media kit. What are, the, uh, what are they called again? Yeah, media package. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Media yeah. package. Like she's on it. It's us. Yeah. It's we. Okay. It's the two of us. Even though I'm the face of it, she's really, the, you know, she's a big part of it. Yes, thanks. You too. Awesome. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot of makers, and their spouse yeah. is not yeah, supportive is. of the Instagram or not supportive of the business. So it's really yeah. cool to see Emma is like such a big part of it. Very cool. And and it, that's the thing. It's all about getting your significant other involved in a way. Like she, she's a beauty consultant. She's a dance teacher. She does makeups for events for people. Like none of it has woodworking related in it. But like you have to find a way for them to be involved. Like she's on a stoop. She goes to events. She uh, interacts, you know, as me for a while. Like she was even like helping me answer messages just to like try to keep up with stuff you know but then i, I took oh, over again because just people are asking questions like only i can answer but it's a conscious choice to get her involved and also there's the other part of like the stereotype of the husband that buys tools and like i i've never once used our like family money to or family money it sounds like i'm rich uh like our like our money <laughs> personal money to yeah. buy a tool it's always been through the shop but anytime I'm like stressing about something. She's usually the one that talks me into it. She's like, do you have the money for it? You've wanted this for years, just get it. You know, she's all about it. And she sees the value of it now because ironically, that first printer almost didn't happen. None of this almost happened because she thought it was a dumb idea. She thought it was a waste right. of money because we we're really in debt at the time. And yeah. um, I proved her wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you no, write she, it down in your diary. No, she, she admits it. It's, it's awesome how supportive she is. Um, I wouldn't be able to do this without her. For sure. I wanted to talk before we get into questions, if we could talk a little bit about your podcast, because we haven't even really talked about it. So you have this podcast with two other insignificant people. You want to talk about it a little bit? You guys got big plans coming up soon. I know you guys have a 
quite a few larger names coming on. If you want to kind of, I mean, there's 45 whole people in this, in this live right now. So that's potentially 45 more listeners. Yeah. So uh, I, I do a podcast. I do a community outreach with uh, two juveniles, uh, Daniel Dunlap and uh, Michael Coffey. Really it's like a Michael, you know, make a wish say, thing. Yeah. Make a wish thing. <laughs> so uh, no, but Dan, Mike and uh, myself are basically, we call it the three-way marriage. We're, you know, we're like family. Uh, and I love doing this podcast with them. We've been doing it. We started the week of lockdown and have only missed four weeks since that all started. Um, and now, even now we've actually been talking that like, we usually don't record if one of us is out, but now uh, we're probably going to be doing like, for example, next week, uh, Mike is going to be out. So Paul Jackman's going to be a guest host. So oh, he'll just hop on to have him on. Um, and it's funny, I could like, speed dial paul and be like yo what are you doing next thursday now <laughs> it's kind of crazy but uh, the podcast has been incredible the community has been so supportive of us and what started out what we thought was going to be a topic show has quickly just turned into like i almost want to call it woodworking adjacent entertainment you know because it's it's not just about woodworking we tell people like call in with questions <clears throat> and whatnot but we really just have fun and we want to engage with people and there's a lot of podcasts out there as we all know and some of them are less engaging than others. Once they, none of them are bad. They're all great. It's all content. It's all for everyone. There's audiences for everything. But uh, I think ours falls more into like the entertainment. And I think we're, we're okay with where we landed. It's a little a little yeah. sillier than most, but uh, you know, we like it. So check it out. It's, uh, it's called I think, another I think some are bad. <laughs> I think some are I mean, bad. <laughs> there's definitely some bad woodworking podcasts out there. Yeah. Okay. And some die, even though the name implies that they will never die. Like craft will never die. Too soon. Mm. That podcast mm. is no longer around. All right. So we're gonna get into questions, but I do have a quick question. This was one that Jeff asked Dunlap when he was on. If you were to get into a fight with another woodworking podcast, who would it be? I'll probably shop sounds. They're going down. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Shop sounds. Yeah, they, didn't, they just saw us as a lot bigger than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah they could probably scrap. He's all spindly. He's wiry. He goes, he goes down like a maple. He'll, he'll be fine. He also, uh, fun fact: I learned that he lives like literally down the street from me. Like he's like 15 minutes oh, away. Really? Yeah. yeah, we're like it's definitely, it's definitely coffee versus hips. They're definitely going to be because you know the beards. They the got to battle yeah. over. They gotta yeah. fix their beard first. They're never gonna get any fighting done. Yeah. So we'll make sure because Hibbs and uh, KJ Sawdust are both gonna be on this show. Yeah. So we'll make sure we bring that up. <laughs> Tell them I'm a big fan. <laughs> and they're going down, but first, yeah. big fan. Big so fan, then going down. Prepared to die. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it. Can I just quickly take an opportunity to let everybody know that's watching? Um, if you hit the button next to live, make sure you're following Petrie's and in his bio, he's got his um, Woodshop podcast like right there linked so you can find it. Yep, I need all the yeah. help I can get. Follow, follow, no, follow. It's an awesome, pro it's one that I listen to whenever I'm in the shop right now. You guys make me appreciate all it. the time. And to anyone that's going to start listening, I'm sorry. It gets better, and then it doesn't, and then it doesn't. You just have to, you have to tolerate Dunlap, and then it gets pretty yeah. good. It's like Office Season 1. You got to just power through yeah. the jokes, and then it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> and if you don't like it, every other week, Shop Sounds is on. So There you go. Yeah. yeah. Every okay. other week. <laughs> yeah. All right, so 1116 Woodworks asks, how sad are you about ethnic sandwiches being a thing of the past? Um, yeah, we're having a memorial service at the end of the month. <laughs> so anyone confused, uh, in Sarpy County in Nebraska, in Omaha, where Dan lives, there is a place called Ethnic Sandwiches. And uh, it sports such ethnicities. Uh, this live video is moderated. Okay, well, I just got a weird pop-up. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no worries. <laughs> uh, and uh, th the ethnicities that they're talking about is Italian. Italian. Sounds very exotic. I don't know what it is, really. So it's run by these two older white ladies, and it's called Ethnic Sandwiches. And, like, they literally have, like, like sausage and pepper sandwich. And um, 
the story that goes along with that and the reason it's so famous, uh, Dan almost died eating a sausage sandwich and I had to give him the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> um, so I, like, I, I legitimately saved Dan's life once. So yeah, yeah. If, you, if we couldn't get closer, meanwhile, Mike's like, you're fine, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mike's like, I can't, I can't okay, get he's good. up on this beard. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so yeah, I, I saved Dan's life. Am I a hero? Yes, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> some would say. You guys want to pick out a question, or you want me to throw it up on there? Yeah, you can throw it. Uh, I'll read the next one. Uh, let's go. I'll try to keep the answer shorter. I know I'm kind of rambling. Oh, you're good. Six Dog Design asks Peter for someone who never dabbled in 3D printing before. Is the Prusa, Prusa, Prusa? Prusa? printer a mm -hmm. good starter printer to get, or do you suggest, suggest something, something else? else? Yeah. So uh, I recommend two printers for people starting out. For someone that's really trying to learn about 3D printing and doesn't want to uh, throw a lot of money at it, this is the printer for you. It's called an Ender, uh, Ender 3, and it's an Ender 3 Pro. Uh, I got this one for $100 at Micro Center. Um, you can usually get it full price for 200 but it's something that you're going to you're going to learn about it and how to tune it and tune it and tweak it and tune it and dial it in but you're going to get good at it and that's that printer can have incredible results with some upgrades and uh some little bit of know-how so highly recommend that very low cost of entry uh the other one i really recommend if you just want to get started but you just want to hit the ground running you don't have time to tune things is the Prusa Mini. There's a smaller version of it. Uh, it goes for about $350 to $400, I think, something like that, with shipping. And honestly, it's like the most like robust, powerful printer for that price point. And you will literally need zero upgrades on it. Just out of the box, stock, you're ready to go. Now, if you've got the money and you want to get into it and learn a little bit, you want to get this one. That This comes in two... two uh, kit so one is a kit one is a whole assembled printer so you can buy the assembled printer it's like an extra 250 bucks or the entire kit and when i say kit i mean like i don't even know if i have like bag but you essentially just get like screws loose screws in a bag every part component and you assemble everything and that is an eight hour build like mm. solid eight hour build so you can put, count all the hours that i have in all these uh mm. but you will learn everything about this printer every little nook and cranny how to tune it what's wrong uh all that so highly recommend that that's my three recommendations there are a lot of great printers out there but you really if you're just starting out you want to look for one that has a big community behind it same thing with lasers and same thing with cncs thank you for coming to my ted talk <laughs> oh that was actually super quick and efficient well done yeah that was very cool jeff you got this all right uh, yeah this one's from uh some guy named Kyle Brewer. Uh, he says, you what's were? the best advice you have for anyone opening an Etsy shop? Do it immediately. Um, like, just do it. If Go watch my video. I have a YouTube, YouTube video where I kind of, I like lay it all out. I show you my numbers, how I do things. And is it all correct? No, but it works. Um, you know, there's ways to improve upon it. But the, the main thing is open up an Etsy shop and when you do so, it forces you to create a listing right out of the gate. So, so grab a product, take a picture of a cutting board that you're doing for a customer, list that one item, set a lead time, just do it. If you have any questions about Etsy, hit me up. Etsy pays me no money to be advertising for them, but I think it's honestly an amazing platform. Uh, and a lot of people complain about their fees and all oh, their fees and the fees went up 30%, whatever. No. The fees are reasonable for the amount of leg work that they do for you, and the platform that they build for you and the audience that they put you in front of. It is just crazy little money to pay to have that much exposure. Mm -hmm. So my main advice is do it. You have over yeah. 3000 sales on your Etsy. Yes. And I need to do more. It's not enough. That's huge. <laughs> no, but you know what? More, impre more impressive than, um, Oh, I'm getting like an emergency <clears throat> message from my husband there. Oh no, hope everything's I okay. I have to, I don't know, I might have to run. Um, 
No, but more impressive than like Instagram following. Somebody once told me this. They're like, you know what? Yes, people have big Instagram followings. I'm more attracted to their Etsy sale numbers because that's the number that matters at the end of the day. You're making the sales, right? Yeah. No, I I like that. It's a, the, I, I do I do tend to look at people's sales and also if they sell a lot of digital or physical items and mm -hmm. like because like digital there's people that sell thirty thousand and it's mostly digital you know they've right. sold maybe a thousand of physical products but there's nothing wrong with that I actually I'm trying to pivot into digital I'm trying to get more digital sales but uh, just just gotta get out there and do it and it's hard I know it's hard yeah, I, trust scary. me I'm struggling with it I thought I would have a hundred listings in my shop by now it's up to thirty five. <laughs> yeah you talked Amazing. about it on the podcast too yeah um okay so uh temecula yard games wants to know are 3d printers safe to leave alone to print overnight no <laughs> asterisk so um most <clears throat> so yes you can people literally run print farms in their houses i don't recommend in a house if you have like a warehouse space or something People leave them running overnight. These things literally will work 24-7. Uh, and, and I mean that. Like, this first printer has uh, essentially a year and a half worth of printing on it. So it's as if it's been running 24-7 for a year and a half, and it's a three-year-old or four-year-old, no, three-and-a-half-year-old printer. Um, this, by the way, this one printer paid for these two, and it paid for, like, a quarter of my shop. That's how much work this thing did. And the reason I got more is because I wasn't keeping up. That printer and then the two, the first two, because uh, I have them in order that I got them, they around like two years ago when I was still at the old house and I was printing in my living room, they were running on a 24-7 schedule from about mid-late October until about February. And Holy I mean 24-7, like I have print files on my yes i have sd cards that are uh master cards that have all my master files and then just spare cards that i put random files on the master cards that are on there the files are usually set up in eight hour prints 12 hour prints so i'll fill the bed only enough to do those kinds of shifts because i would literally get home from work start a four hour print until like 11 11 30 start a print for eight hours while i sleep wake up in the morning start another print for 12 hours so when i'm back from work it would, like it was Holy on a constant cow. schedule. So I trust the Prusas more than any other printer. However, you should never leave electronics unattended. So take that with a grain of salt. I wouldn't, but I do do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. Uh, you know, it's, it's do it at your own risk. And now especially because I'm home all the time, I actually now just run them when I'm home. If I'm leaving the house and there's no one in the house, I won't, I won't run them. So now I'm being a little safer because I, I've multiplied my risk now. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, what would you say about running them um, when you're not in the room, but having a camera on them? Well, that's fine. I think having them in the house, you know, have a smoke detector around. It's very unlikely for these to catch fire or anything like that. It's like super rare. Um, if anything, something will burn out and just not get power. Mm. But you never know. So like I have a wise cam on, on here on the wall and I see all of them running. So if I'm in bed, I could like watch them or something. Mm -hmm. If I see one of them like freaking out and you know, there's a print moving around the bed. I know something's wrong. That makes sense. Um, is Sophia going to pass away soon? Or nope. do you know? Really? No. These things are just, they're just monsters. They work and work and work. Out of all those printers that I have, this is all the parts that I've ever swapped on them. That's crazy. Wow. They just work. You just swap bearings and fans and you're like they'll just keep running. You just put that's maintenance awesome. and you make, that's why I say like, it's important to know about it. Like they take very little maintenance and the consistency is incredible. That's super impressive. Sam. Oh yeah. Okay. Fan straight designs. <laughs> I'm just staring at the printers again. What's your process for figuring out what to design for 3d printing? Uh, most of it is issues I run into. Uh, that's what most of my, my files are. It literally started out with this file. Not started out, but that was one of the first ones that I like really sold. Uh, it's just a DeWalt tool holder. So like you mm -hmm. screw it into a whatever and then you slide on your uh, tool without the battery. But the thing that really started it all, that like got me into all of this uh, is these boys. So 
these 3D printed push stick speed squares. So it's a push stick for your saw. It won't set off your saw stop, which is nice. Um, and you know, I could customize them because I could change out these and I could also swap out so I have the pins that would push in. So there, it was pressure fit. And like, I have some in my shop that are still the original prototypes. They don't have my logo, nothing. It's just like some cheapo whatever, but like, I still use it to this day. And this is literally what launched the entire thing. Like I was doing custom logos. Like I was staying up late into the night, converting everyone's logos to go onto these, uh, um, these push sticks. And I sold mm. probably hundreds of them. And that's my origin. I now sell maybe one every six months, but mm. that's fine. You know, it's a retired product you could say, but I'm still proud of where I started. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. But also Pete, you are incredibly <clears throat> organized, which makes perfect sense as to why you create these specific organization things, battery holders, etc. Like your shop is, like you said, you have OCD about it and you see that your tools all have- I don't have OCD or anything. Oh, you wrote that in one of your posts. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> you know, it, it does. It does put off this weird, like, uh, this vibe. Like, you're very over, or overly organized. Uh, some would say. Um, you play with lasers in your garage, and you print things. I mean, are you going to be a supervillain? Or I'm working on it. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> a little army to take over the world. Yeah. I, I am a very chaotic person. I have a. 100% have undiagnosed ADHD. I'm all over the place. It, I need to-do lists so that I have something to ignore. Like <laughs> I make to-do yeah. lists all the time and then like not finish them. I have my whole, life, vibe. my whole life is chaos <laughs> up here. I need to stay organized and I need to have a flow. Otherwise nothing's getting done. That's just, that's, it's basically just mitigating the, the fire that's in my head. So that's yeah. why I'm organized. <laughs> Someone hey, said Jeff, you, you've given out Dexter question. vibes, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> never, never killed. <laughs> Yet. Uh, Johnny at Six Dog Design asks, what's your favorite, what is your favorite CAD software for designing 3D prints? Again, someone who has never dabbled in it before. So I used uh, Fusion 360, which has a very high, like, barrier of entry um it, you can get it for free and there's a there's a free version where you can work up to 10 models at a time it's really difficult to get started but once you know the basics it is incredible i use it for everything and i use maybe 10 percent of that software um but then you have uh things like shaper 3d just came out with uh a, there's a new more robust version i think they have like a pro version that is on ipad and on the mac and it's super powerful my coffee actually uses it I highly recommend you check that out as well. Who's that? Uh, and then, of course, uh, that's uh, Shaper 3D. Uh, Coffee is a uh, – I'll link him. It's a small guy. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Coffee Custom Wilds or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, check that out. And then, of course, there's SketchUp. But SketchUp, you have to jump through hoops and some caveats. And I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying this, but SketchUp is old and it's dying. And, you mm. know, like, I don't think it's the software of the future. It works. It just works. And it's fine, but I think people should be looking at other software. And Shaper is very exciting. There's also like Blender and whatnot, but Blender's for like they do you do crazy stuff in there. Basically, people make like video games in Blender. So oh, is that Grinder? <laughs> yeah, Grinder. Yeah, it's angle gr angle Grinder for makers. <laughs> so you try that. And I will be at some point. We were talking about this on the stoop last week. Um, I'm gonna just do like a casual Zoom where I show off. Uh, Fusion 360 one day. So I'll announce that. We'll just do a, like a call and then I'll record it and put it up on YouTube so people can see it. It won't oh, be anything like good. super organized. What, I mean, kind of organized. I'll have some kind of curriculum, but we're just going to kind of build something and I'll answer questions while we're doing stuff. That's it. Because I know that's something a little frustrating for me is like I have uh, VCarve Pro for my CNC, my Onefinity, mm -hmm. but like if I want to do laser work, I mean, it's kind of limited, you know what I mean? So you have to go to another yeah. program and Fusion 360, I've always been afraid of it, but it could literally do CNC, laser, 3D printing, everything, right? I do my sketches in Fusion and then import them into Aspire. And people are like, you have Aspire, why would you do that? Like, cause Aspire sucks for modeling. Yeah, it does. It's fine, but if you want to get really exact and really get stuff, like I need these holes exactly this size in this position, all that, these curves, you're not going to be able to do that in uh, Aspire well. Right. 
Somebody just All said right. Lightburn for laser work. Do you use Lightburn or you just oh, use Oh, Lightburn is amazing. I recommend Lightburn to, even to people that don't have a laser because I think it's that good of a design application. It's better than VCarve, I'd say, in oh, many wow. aspects. Interesting. Not all aspects. Yeah. VCarve does have certain things that Lightburn does it, but Lightburn has like the trace so you can throw in like a logo and do a trace bitmap of the thing. It just, yep. It's just so easy. And yes, there's so many amazing YouTube tutorials on it. And there is. Yeah. Has a community around it. So yeah. What I always okay. recommend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're getting close to the end of the hour. We're not no. quite there yet, but we're getting close. Um, one of the things that we want to do since we have uh, about 40 people in here right now is we're going to do, we're going to do two giveaways, two giveaways today. Mm -hmm. We've never done two giveaways before. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so what we need you to do, Pete, is we need you to write down on a piece of paper, two numbers don't show us. I'm already laughing. Okay. And you're going to go one to 30. Number, any number between one and 30. All right, one and 30, let's go. All, All right, right. so for right. everybody that's, that's in the, in the uh, chat right now, the uh, first giveaway is going to be a $20 gift card to George Supply Co., that's the That's first awesome. one that we're going to do. The second giveaway we're going to do is for an accelerator and CA glue pack from Starbond. I so, you can, so you can get your pages sticky on your book. Yeah. Huh. All right. You wrote it down. So really the only person who's guessed anything is, uh, is it, is it idiots to guess 17. That doesn't count. All right. So with your first number, Pete, whichever your first number is, we'll try and help you go through here. Let us know when, when you hit it. Oh, 17. First number, uh, uh, oh, I just wrote two numbers. On... No, you're not supposed to show us. You don't write them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got them here. All right, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. I love it. I love let it. Me, wait, let me go through I appreciate sure that. that you couldn't... I didn't miss any. <laughs> It's like having another All Jeff right. in here. What the hell? Yeah. So you, you <laughs> I'm, I'm, check I'm, I'm, Should I do yeah, either so, one of the numbers or? Uh... So pick one number for the first giveaway. Okay. So first giveaway See. first. Uh, we got. Nope. Nobody said the number yet. 23, 29, 28, 29, 26, 12. There's so many, so many numbers left. Come on. Oh, man. 14, 23, 16. Uh, Kyle, why are you guessing? No, I'm just playing. Oh, 40 is uh, too high. 40 is too high. <laughs> 14, 22, 5. I keep missing. See? Uh, I like one. That feels uh, different. 19, 7. That's a hint, guys. 45, 7. Uh, 13, one 32. 30. Kyle, why are you guessing? <laughs> I'm really not lying. They just haven't said the numbers yet. 22. They're just going 18, in order now. 4. <laughs> Uh, one, come on. Uh, one, hard is 12, it wow. Is it an even number or an odd number? Uh, Three. Oh, one is one, one's the other. I can't believe I almost guessed it yet. Four, Four. I, I know what number it is too. I know what number it is. Three, one. 69. Five. No. <laughs> you two. said one and 30. You made it no fun. <laughs> uh, six. Oh my uh, I can't. Ten, nine. Oh my god. Man, twenty-two. Uh man, you guys are uh, saying the same numbers over and over again. Six. Oh my god. This is this seven, is almost comical. Yeah. Twenty. How many people are 24, in Fourteen. Oh my god. Five. Is... Come on. Anyways, how's Kyle. your days, guys, while we're looking at these? How's everyone's day going? Twenty-one. So great. 23. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad Pete came with uh, All right. Miller Who was it? 28. Hey. All right. 28. Uh, yeah, All David right. Miller got 28, so he's got one of them. All right. D. Miller. Got I got him. him. Write that down. I got oh, him. He's a good dude. See, he's one yeah, of the o like, OG boys that like we all came up through the ranks uh, at the same time. And yeah, Dave com he comes yeah. on live sometime. Like, he's he such a good dude. Yeah, he's. I like him, and I, I'm. I have beard envy, like big time with him. Oh, no, so. we all do. I mean, come on, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. baby face Pete over here. Yeah, it's right. like you guys aren't even trying for the other number. Round two, <laughs> let's go. Round two. This is for Starbond. 
I feel like we are doing man. round two, Ed. Jamie with 1.5. That should be a winner right there. Jeez. <laughs> uh, all right, so now we're doing ben, the other one. Ben, what are you doing? Yeah, Ben's – I, I Ben's will not cheated. acknowledge anyone cheating. Here's <laughs> 30. Watch, Dave's going to win both of them. Um, okay, so yeah, Scott I'll do, is I'll do a hint. guessing. Lower. Lower. <laughs> uh, 13. Like Found an it. age where 17. you're not driving a car legally yet. 16. <laughs> ben, you're way off. 11. 21. Uh, All right, 32. Frank. Frank got it. Number 11. Frank. Hey. Frank. There you go. <laughs> you got it, Ed? Yeah, it didn't take long at all. Everyone no, kept going like, so like 9, 10, <laughs> 20. Like, just keep going up. <laughs> you know, I, think, I think maybe we need to find a better way to do that. A yeah. little bit quicker. Uh, maybe a lower number, I guess. I don't know. Between 1 and 10? 1 and 5. 1 and 11. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 1 and 5. <laughs> Think of a number All between right. one and pi. All right, so uh, <laughs> so Dave Dave got the twenty dollars gift card, and Frank got the Starbond accelerator pack and CA group. Wow. Um, Congrats, right, guys! Cool. Yeah, congratulations, up, guys. both of you. Heck yeah, scores all right. absolutely. And we're all winners here, guys. So, um, gonna kind of go around the room real quick and and kind of just hit up a final question for you, um, Sam. You want to go first? Yeah. So, as per some podcast that I don't even really like what's on your bench <laughs> oh so uh oh, what's on my bench so this week your is, wood uh, yeah on my wood shop uh this week actually nothing on the bench of the wood shop it's all digital this week i am uh oh. i'm working to get a video out uh to my editor and also work on one myself because i'm trying someone actually trevor madeira he's helping me out with doing video editing mm. um that I'm working on some listings on the back end, so I'll be doing a lot more digital files, and I'll be uh, wrapping them up slowly and start listing them. And uh, I am also um, releasing some new products and stuff. Some for those of you that have a little desktop lasers, uh, I'm going to be doing like little guard rails for them for uh, for lining up your pieces. There's a lot of new little products coming out. I want to try to get as much out before the holidays as possible. And I need to just like finish my website. I need to put it out unfinished, even because I keep working on it and not finishing it. So nothing on my physical bench, but on my desktop, a lot. Too busy. You, Good Jeff? for you. Or are we, I guess we're not doing like a full what's on the bench, right? Or, yeah. No, sorry. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so you said a podcast, I'm sorry. Yeah, you yeah. are. You I got, are. I've been in Chicago for the past week, so I got nothing on mine. Good handover. Still <laughs> yeah. so flawless. Yes, ending. Ed, you got a... Jeff, you got, you got anything? Oh yeah, I got a serious a serious question. Um, hot dogs, hamburgers, pizza, or tacos? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go pizza. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just because you Good can choice. eat it one handed while you're working. Good choice. Yeah, a little mess. Chicago or New York style? Don't even ask me that question. I'm from Jersey. Come on, have some respect. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> Elio's frozen aisle pizza. Actually, Trader Joe's pizza. Ah, Blue Malnati. Blue Malnati's by far. And definitely not Casey's. That's trash. Probably, I don't know. I've never had it. No Hunts <laughs> Brothers or anything? Jesus. No, just, although I am like, I live outside the bagel belt, as I call it, and the pizza belt. So like, I can't belt. get good pizza or bagels here. I actually picked up a dozen bagels when I was like in my old town driving to work today. So, Heck yeah. uh, you know, got to travel for good food. Amazing. Yeah. Enjoy them. The um, so the 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 only thing I have is um, what did we miss? Like, what did you want to talk about or bring up or just let everybody know that we might not have hit? Um, if there's one thing that I really want to push is uh, have fun, don't burn out, and be good to each other because there's too much you know negativity in social media. Uh, kill people with kindness if you can. And if if you're trying to grow on here, grow for the right reasons. I want to be the biggest account possible so that I can help the most people possible. And for me to go full-time, to make this a full-time living, I can do that. That's the way I look at it. It's not about just straight customers or whatever, or like I need to 
the most likes and whatnot. It's nice. It's a nice confidence boost with all of them, but don't do it for the wrong reasons. So like have fun on here. Social media is terrible for your mental health. And I think it's Mental Health Awareness Month, or at least I know it was Awareness Day uh, last week. Mm -hmm. Like, that's very important. Um, you know, I used to work retail for Apple, and it, I would burn out constantly. And on top of that, I would be doing this nonstop. And I would literally not sleep. I was, uh, like, losing hair. I was drinking heavily. Like, it was just stress. And it, that's Jeez. the wrong reasons to do it for. So find your community and love each other like this is that's the reason i hop on a stoop that's the reason i want i was so excited for you guys to invite me to be on here why i do the podcast like be here for each other help each other out and pay it forward because the amount of help that i've gotten from the community over the years is insane and this is from complete strangers because i was there for them in some way in ways that i didn't even think i was so be be excellent to each other as ted Bill and Ted said, be excellent to each other, be positive, support each other, share the knowledge, don't gatekeep. I love you all. That's it. Boom. Oh, Heck yeah. Those are, those are good closing words. Just so close it down, honestly, man. Like, good shit down <laughs> like, for real, if you guys have questions, go into the maker stoop. Like, Pete yeah. and, and, and the other people in there talk about, like, all kinds of stuff. We were talking about sponsorship a couple of weeks ago um, yep. and, and all, all kinds of stuff. So make sure you, um, you check out Pete, right? Um, click the little arrow like Sam was talking about yeah. next to the live button. Hit, hit, Follow me up. Pete. hit me up direct. Follow Pete, DM him, whatever, jump in the stoop, all that stuff. All right. Don't forget to follow him. Uh, don't forget to follow Jeff from Maker's Way, right? Down there. He's in my lower right corner. Uh, Sam from Wooly Wood, yeah. Wool, Wooly Wood Co. Wooly Petals Wood oh. Co. What is it? So, Who is she? Like that. Wooly Petals Wood Co. I don't Just know. An idiot. Just keep throwing words out of stuff. <laughs> so make sure you follow Sam. Make sure you follow Sawdust Talk live. All right. Follow and Ed me. Mancini. And I am Ed from Mancini Woodworking. So and uh, real quick. Every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central, bad shop advice. Never miss an episode. Never miss. All right. With that being said, thanks we'll so see much. See you guys Pete. next week. I'll do a yeah. quick, like, 10 second plug. Uh, and then every plug. Thursday at 9 p.m., we do a YouTube live uh, for the Another Woodshop podcast. So you can join us there. And we have Char, the Wooden Maven, on tomorrow. So if you guys want to join Ooh. us, 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be in there. We're going to be asking our questions. So we'd love to have an audience. We're also going to raffle off something. So. Much excited. Awesome. Sorry. That, I just reminded me that I have, well, you, you have anything else? Plug that's anything the, you want. That's the unedited version. It's fun. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, that's really? exactly. It's fully unedited. So, you want to be there. All the awkward pauses and all that. No, that's my only pause. Uh, or, uh, pause. Plug. Uh, check that out and just message me directly if you have any questions about anything we talked about. I love sharing this knowledge. You were just yeah. And watch the Golden Girls on Nick at Night. The Golden Girls. Yep. <laughs> I get a kickback for that one. All right. <laughs> Well, everybody have a wonderful night. I, I guess I'm going to do a Kyle Brewer thing uh, and be like, I'm later. <laughs> and that's later. all I got. <laughs> It'd be impressive if you're like, with your knuckle, like hung up the call too. Oh, oh my God. Not that good, man. <laughs> thanks, right. thanks, Pete. Thank, thank you for having me on. It was awesome. You guys Bye. are great. Take care. Awkward. Ed doesn't know how to end this. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm still here. <clears throat>